0: is another Power 99 sports presentation. KKPR Sports presents high school basketball.
1: Up the floor with it, running the point again. Will be Burr. Swings it over to the right side for Mesa. Left side Clark going to try this wrap around again. This time she takes the shot no good but Berglund offensive rebound up and in six in a row for Berglund.
0: Tonight, it's a Highway 30 battle from Shelton as the Bulldogs welcome in the Gibbon Buffaloes. High School Basketball and KKPR is brought to you by the Power 99 Sports Club.
1: Holcomb with a basketball, gets the double team to Wiseman. Great ball fake, wide open three, bingo. Matt Wiseman hits his second three and he's got a game high 10 points.
0: Our opening doubleheader of 2021 gives us an area rivalry between schools that are just seven miles apart. It's the Buffaloes and the Bulldogs coming up next. But first, it's the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll take you live to Shelton with Power 99 Sports Director Doug Duda right after this word from Hogemeyer Hybrids.
1: And good evening everyone, welcome to Shelton for our high school basketball, our first games of 2021 as the Bulldogs welcome in the Gibbon Buffaloes. With our producer engineer Stacey Johns, I'm Doug Duda, glad to have you along with us. It is going to be a busy week of high school basketball and it gets us to a little wrestling at the Amherst Invite on Saturday. We've also got Carney High taking on North Platte tonight and the girls action underway on 1460 AM and 92.1 FM. The new ESPN Tri-Cities. In our girls game, this used to be a battle of attrition between these two teams. But Shelton has started to put some things together here under head coach Jeff Dober. We got a chance to see them earlier this year against Wilcox-Hildreth where they needed a huge rally in the fourth quarter to win that ball game. But right now, Shelton comes in with a record of 7-2. and two, And today, they are ranked 7th in the Omaha World Herald in Class D1. Their losses are to two undefeated teams. C2 Elm Creek, and then at the Silver Lake Holiday Tournament, they get clipped by 10-0 Exeter Milligan, 44-41, to and the big news here for Shelton is, McKenna Willis is back in the lineup. She has played the last two games, got back for the Holiday Tournament after missing the first seven games of the season with an injury, so she is back in the lineup. For Gibbon, they're continuing to try to build their program. Unfortunately, the difference is, there are no seniors on the roster and only one junior for this 7-2 and two Shelton team. For 0-6 Gibbon, they will start four seniors here today and a junior, so it's not like they're starting over either and they're hoping to catch a little fire. Our boys' game, Gibbon, has only played three games because of COVID. They had to shut down most of December, played the first couple of games and then shut down and did come out and play fairly well against Minden and picked up a win on Saturday for the Shelton boys under Hall of Fame coach Dave Oman 6-3, and three. so that should be a really good one here tonight. This is the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll take a look at the girls starting lineup right after this on Power 99.
3: Why pay more when you can get better internet for less? Why settle for It's Okay internet when you can have blazing fast speeds to get things done in a snap stop asking why and make the switch to nctc and do business with a company you can trust with exceptional customer service and nebraska values you can't go wrong switch to nctc internet and experience the difference we're confident you'll love our service visit nctc.net today
2: Gangworth Seed Supply in Shelton wishes all of the athletes best of luck. You've worked hard to make it this far, so compete hard and have fun. A proud sponsor of high school athletics, Gangworth Seed Supply Incorporated in Shelton. Good luck, athletes.
0: This sports broadcast is brought to you in part by Adams Corner Market in Gibbon. Adams Corner Market is your full-service grocery store with the freshest produce and meat. Fast, friendly, hometown personal service. Adams Corner Market in Gibbon. Good luck, athletes.
1: Time now for the starting lineups, brought to you by Five Points Bank, the Better Bank in Kearney. First off, for the visiting Buffaloes of Gibbon, number two is a five-foot-six-inch senior Jalissa Gilming. Number three, five-foot-six-inch senior Jahida Castaneda. Number twelve is a five-five junior Lindsay Wilkins. Number fourteen, a five-six senior Alyssa Bailey, and number twenty-one, a five-six senior and Samantha Walker. The head coach is Chelsea Jacobitz, assisted by Stephanie Yagi and Ellie Snell given looking for their first win of the season, and the girls are playing their first game since falling to Minden back on December the 22nd. Now the starting lineup for your Shelton Lady Bulldogs. Number two is a 5'3 freshman in Addison Burr. Number four, 5'6 sophomore, that is Haley Clark. Number 14, 5'9 sophomore, Drew Nemock. Number 33, 5'6 sophomore, McKenna Willis. And number 34, 5'8 sophomore, Emily Berglund, the head coach of the Bulldogs, is Jeff Dober, assisted by Becca Etherton and Scott Willis. They come in with a record of 7-2, and two, ranked 7th in D1. And as we said, their only two losses come to undefeated Elm Creek on opening night. And the last game, 10-0, Exeter Milligan, 44-41. And those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. Let's take a look at our injury report. Brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. For Gibbon, they'll have a couple of gals that are on the sideline here today. In sophomore Emma Cuchera and freshman Carla Marillo, so they are on the sidelines tonight. And for Shelton, they are missing Aaliyah Gomez, a five-four sophomore who has an ankle injury and will not suit up tonight. That's our injury report, brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Carney. Back with more on the Hokie Buyer Hybrids pregame show right after this.
4: If keeping up with real-life news and events in the heart of the Tri-Cities is important to you, consider subscribing to The Clipper. For print delivery or eClipper, email to you where you are. Local news from Gibbon, Shelton, Wood River, Caro, and everywhere in between. We will give you positive stories from school activities to local events. Check us out on the web or like us on Facebook. Who knows? You might find yourself in our picture gallery. Go to clipperpubco.com. We don't show dangerous stunts or crazy cats, but we'll
5: keep you informed about our towns and our people.
1: Well, the NSAA opened up the guidelines here, so each school now, it's more than just parents and grandparents, uh, still have to do the social distancing and such, but our first game's with that here tonight. We'll take a break as the National Anthem is played and get you ready for Gibbon and Shelton right after this.
0: The Cornerstone Bank, with over 35 locations in central Nebraska, proudly supports this broadcast. Helping with your financial future is what we do. Cornerstone Bank can help you with home, personal, and business loans. Good luck, athletes, from Cornerstone Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender.
6: Gibbon Packing, we are small town on a national scale. We're in your backyard, we're your neighbor, and we proudly support the communities in which we operate. Good luck to all area athletes on and off the field. Learn about career opportunities online at AmericanFoodsGroup.com.
1: Don't forget that if you are listening to us here on Power 99, you can also listen along online at PlatteRiverPreps.com if you've got some folks that are interested in listening to some family members or alum to tonight's Gibbon Shelton basketball, PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. A late start here, and we're lucky they didn't go to overtime they tied in the JV boys game, but they elected to call it off, and uh, now we're finally ready to get some basketball going. You've been listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Contact Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrid seed dealer. We'll tip it off between the Bulldogs and the Buffaloes right after this
4: if keeping up with real-life news and events in the heart of the Tri-Cities is important to you, consider subscribing to The Clipper. For print delivery or e-Clipper email to you where you are. Local news from Gibbon, Shelton, Wood River, Caro, and everywhere in between. We will give you positive stories from school activities to local events. Check us out on the web or like us on Facebook. Who knows? You might find yourself in our picture gallery. Go to clipperpubco.com. We don't show dangerous stunts or crazy cats, but we'll keep you informed about our towns, and our people.
1: So glad you're along with us, and Happy New Year, everyone. We're ready for basketball. Gibbon wearing the all-blue with the white and red trim, the home white and the blue trim for Shelton. They'll go from right to left. Gibbon from left to right as you listen along your radio dial. There's not a lot of height out here. Drew Nemock, the 5'9 post player for Shelton, going to be your tallest player, and Shelton will win the opening tip. Gibbon's going to come out, and it looks like start, In a little bit of a box and one, but the lob pass goes down right away to the post. And Emily Berglund will lay it up and in. When you look at Gibbon, 5-5, 5-6, 5-6, 5-6, 5-6. They're going to have to handle the Shelton pressure. That'll be the key to this basketball game. As they get it into the block, turnaround jumper up the free throw line is no good on the runner. And Berglund brings down the rebound. So Gibbon was able to get a good shot here to start the ball game. Three-point fake that one by Clark, now a three pointer at the top of the circle, will be off the mark, no good. And Castaneda brings down the rebound. Shelton up two to nothing, hitting their first shot of the basketball game. Handling the basketball is Castaneda. Looks good up there. She's covered by Burr. Kicking into the right hand wing to uh, Gilman. Jalissa bounce pass into the paint. Drive shot off the glass, strong, but we're going to get a foul, and that will send Lindsey Wilkins to the line. I know we're only a minute into the ball game, but Gibbons got the ball up the floor the first two times for an 0-6 squad that is only averaging about 23 points a game on offense. They look like they know what they're doing. I know they need to get the ball in the hoop. And the free throw is up, and it is in. Nemock on the foul for Shelton. And Wilkins will get a second free throw here to try to tie it up in the first minute. And the second free throw is on the way, and it's good. So, Wilkins hits them both. We're tied two apiece. A minute of the ball game as Shelton's Addison Burr will bring the ball into the front court against that 1-3-1, one, one. lobs it over here to Clark. Back to Burr, just play a little catch, trying to find either Berglund or Willis open down low. Willis pops into the right-hand corner, ball still up top. Clark now skips it over to her, right wing. Ball fake three, nobody else picks her up, drives runner off the glass from five is good. And McKenna Willis with her first bucket. Third game back, as we told you in the pregame, was... Looked at to be the team's probably best player, leading scorer. can do a lot in there. Moving the ball over to Castaneda. Ball fake. Skips it through the man-to-man defense here on the left wing. Get it down to the baseline there, into the hands of Walker. Kick it back out top. Bounce pass right wing. Castaneda. Top of the circle here to Bailey. Rotating through here against this Shelton defense. Being patient. First couple of times drove in there, trying to force it into Castaneda. Nemock knocks it away, and it's out of bounds off of Gibbon. So the first turnover of the basketball game belongs to the Buffaloes. And we're going to see our first substitutions and coming in for Shelton, Maite Meza, and also coming into the basketball game, looks like Garcia checks in. Does. And again, if you're familiar with Jeff Tober's style, there's just really... Doesn't matter if you're tired or or foul trouble. They rotate in every couple of minutes. Down low, Nemock has to switch hands on the low block and uses the left hand to put it up and in. And back-to-back buckets here by Shelton. They take a 6-2 lead with 5.45 to go in the first quarter. Driving the middle of the lane, putting up the runner. No good for Gilmick. Got her own rebound. Puts it up and draws the foul. It skips out. No good. And Gilmick will get two free throws on the second foul of the ballgame here. On Shelton, it goes on Vinna Garcia. So back to the line, we'll be coming. After tonight, Shelton makes the long trip to Deschler on Saturday, or Friday, excuse me, the free throw is short. And then they're back home for three in a row. Arcadia Loop City, Centura, and Ansley Litchfield all next week for Shelton. They dip into the non-conference schedule here after the Dashler game. Second free throw, skips out, no good. Rebound pulled down by Clark. Second board of the ball game here for the Bulldogs. Clark will bring it up against the double team, gets rid of it, and fires it over to Willis. Back up top to Clark, 6-2, to two, Shelton, 5.5 to go here in the first quarter. Mazes swings it over to Willis against his zone defense, trying to find a way to get Garcia or Nemock open. Nemock in the paint, still in the paint, finally got rid of it. Now kick it out to Willis for three. McKenna Willis, Knocks the three-pointer down, and Shelton has scored seven quick ones and now are up 9-2 to after those two free throws that Wilkins made a couple of trips ago. Up the floor come the Buffaloes. Kick it on the left wing to Wilkins. Up top they'll go to Walker. Walker to the left elbow. Mesa on her. And these kids, obviously, they know each other. They're only seven miles apart, these two schools. When it comes to the boys, some of them play baseball together in the summer. Walker for a three in the corner. It's off the heel, no good from the left side. Offensive rebound by Castaneda, back up and in. And a timeout going to be called here. Looks like one of the Gibbon girls must have knocked the basketball away. And so they blew the whistle, and that's going to allow a whole bunch of players to get into the ball game here. And for Shelton, they're up 9-4 in the backcourt. It will be Garcia to throw it in to Burr. Mesa stays in. Now you've got Brianna Simmons into the ballgame, and Berglund returns. The five on the floor here for the Bulldogs with an early five-point lead. Right wing to Simmons, back up top, playing catch on the right wing over here with Burr. Addison swings it over to Mesa, takes a couple of dribbles left side of the key, and then spins back out. Against a 2-3 zone. It's still a box and one, I think, with uh, Walker keeping an eye on Berglund or whoever the post is that happens to be in the ballgame. It looks like a 2-3 zone, but Berglund and Walker just kind of leaning on each other. Finally, a three-pointer on the right wing. Burr It's going to skip in and out. No good. Defensive board brought down by Castaneda. That's her third rebound. And down the middle of the floor, Jahida will bring it. Working here against Burr. Makes her dribble into the right-hand corner, but give it up top to Walker. Gibbon has brought into the ball game Desiree Nunez. Castaneda to the right wing. Gets it down low, and fouled is Walker. She's going to the line. Three fouls on Shelton. All on the shot. The foul will be called here on Brianna Simmons. And two free throws coming up for Sam Walker. Also in the ball game is Arlene Lazo. A 5-5 sophomore for Gibbon. And the first free throw is on the way, and it is good for Walker. Back in for game It's like watching hockey with Coach Thober. Shift, change, shift, change. Three starters back in in Willis, Clark, and Nemock. 3.45 to go here in quarter number one. The second free throw by Walker off the front of the iron. No good. Ball hits the floor, and then it's kicked out of bounds off of Shelton's Emily Berglund. 9-5 to five, Shelton with the four-point lead. And after a short break, Alyssa Bailey's back in here for Gibbon. And Aaliyah Onate is on the floor. So we've already seen a lot of faces in the first four and a half minutes. Inbounds pass comes here to Gibbon. And Castaneda working against the man-to-man defense here of the Bulldogs. Tries the right side of the key. Uses the screen. Puts it off the square from seven. It's just a bit too tough. And the rebound brought down by Berglund. She'll get the ball into the hands here of Burr. Burr stops at the front court. Skip pass over to Willis, right corner. Squares up the three. It's off the iron. No good. Rebound comes down to Castaneda. A little hand check it in there by Shelton, but Castaneda holds on. Don't forget, tonight's Nebraska Purdue men's basketball game. Postponed due to some COVID issues. And that's what we've got college wise. Hastings gets to take a. Tomorrow, UNK's off till Thursday as Gibbon gets it to Bailey. Bailey comes into the middle of the lane and puts it up and in. First bucket of the ball game for Bailey, 9-7. And now we have our first foul of the game on Gibbon as Shelton pushed it into the paint. And the foul here will be called on Alyssa Bailey, who just scored. That'll be her first foul of the basketball game. And it'll be Shelton ball underneath their own hoop, leading it 9-7 with 2.56 to go here in the first quarter of play. Willis to throw it in here for the Bulldogs. You're listening to KKPR-FM, Carney, Shelton, Gibbon, and... The World Wide Web, PlatRiverPreps.com, Try to get it to Willis, who inbounded it for three. She's screened out, so they'll kick it out. Three-pointer Clark, no good. Nebach gets the offensive rebound. They're going to call a jump ball in there with Nunez. And the arrow points the way of Gibbon. So the Buffaloes playing gritty here in the first quarter. Didn't have a holiday tournament, so haven't played since the 22nd. A couple of full weeks off here, and they're looking okay here at 0-6, trying to get better. Walker, bounce pass over on the left wing. Open jumper is off the mark by Nunez. Balls on the floor. Four players dive forward. It's covered by Shelton. And Coach Lover says, I want to take a timeout. Brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994. Located where you need us, specializing in you. 2.30 to go first quarter. Shelton leads it here with Gibbon 9-7. Doug Duda back with you here in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth at Shelton. Thanks to Ryan Province, the athletic director, and the entire crew here, as always, for their hospitality. First quarter of our girls' game, girls and boys' doubleheader tonight here on Power 99. Shelton with the ball, leading it 9-7. Throwing over the top of the Gibbons zone. They'll get it to Clark, up top to Mesa through Clark's hands and out of bounds. And Shelton turns it over for the first time in a basketball game. So Gibbon, chance to tie the basketball game here after being down 9-2. to two. They have not scored more than 28 points so far this season, so this offense looks pretty good here in the first quarter. I mean, that's the pace a little over that as they try to lob it down low and cannot grab the basketball. It will be out of bounds here. Turnover number two for Gibbon. And Shelton wasn't really putting on a lot of full-court pressure, but they are playing man-to-man, and Gibbon's handling the basketball pretty good. Clark, left side of the key, skips it over to Willis. Ball fake, tries to bring it into the paint, lowers the shoulder. There's contact there with Bailey. Bailey goes down, but is going to be called for the blocking foul. She has both fouls now called on Gibbon. On the floor now for Shelton, Burr, Simmons, and Berglund all can turn, return to the ball game. That'll be Garcia to throw it in on the wing. Returning here is Nunez for Gibbon. And they will take Bailey out with those two personal fouls. So Shelton to throw it in. They get it to Mesa. Way out here between the circles to Burr. She'll just hold it and see what Gibbon wants to do. If they want to pull out here at the zone. Looking inside for Berglund. Good job in there by Walker. She's really got the defense working. And we've got a three-second violation. Going to be called here on Shelton. They camped out in the lane a little earlier in the quarter. And they'll get dinged for it here. Don't see the old three-second count very much. But we do see it here, and Shelton, once again, gets an opportunity with the basketball. Top of the key with it. Backdoor cut into the hands there of Wilkins, but cannot hold on to it. it looked like she was going to grab it and lay it up and in, and I think that's probably what she was thinking, too. She had an open run to the hoop, but tried to shoot it before she caught it. So back-to-back turnovers here for the Buffaloes. Shelton gets it to Mesa, Left side of the key, kicks it back out top here to Burr. Against that 2-3 zone, back to Mesa, Tries a three-pointer from the left wing. It's short, no good. Castaneda with her fifth rebound here of the first quarter. Shelton is one of six already from three-point land. Gibbons only attempted one of them. They were driving to the bucket the first couple of minutes. They haven't done it much here. They will take a right corner. 17-footer by Lindsey Wilkins. And it's good to tie the basketball game. Seven in a row here by Gibbons. It's 9-9 with one minute to go. In the first quarter, Shelton in the right wing. Brianna Simmons back up top to Burr. They've been very patient here. Burr drives to the high post, back over to Mesa. Always looking for the three, but, boy, they haven't got a touchdown in the post in a long, long time. Another three-pointer. Clark got her legs into that one, but it's too long. No good. Ball being batted around. Burr is going to grab it out around the free-throw line. Dribble to the left baseline. Get trapped out to Mesa for three. It's no good. Another offensive rebound. Berglin kicks it out. A third chance here, Simmons. Now another three by Burr. It's in and out. No good. Ball slapped to the floor, and it's going to go out of bounds. Oh, and we've got a foul from all the way across the court here. Going to be called on Gibbon, Samantha Walker. As we said, Shelton is just a little bit taller across the board, and they were able to just get a hand on it and keep it alive. And Again, a ton of substitutions coming in. Shelton gets Sidney gag in for the first time. Four, though, on and four more off here for Shelton. With just 23 seconds to go in the quarter, Shelton's going to get a fourth chance on office this trip down the floor. Arlene Lazo back in there for Gibbon. She's up top with Onate in the 2 3 zone. Trying to drive in Clark. Got it poked away. It's on the floor. We're going to get a quick whistle for the jump. Arrow points to the way of Shelton, so they'll maintain possession here with 13 seconds. Coach Jeff Thover saying we got to move the ball, girls. Now you're just looking for a shot off the inbound. Nemach will take it in the right hand corner, trying to set Wilkins up. Off the screen, she's got a right corner three. It's no good. And an over the back foul now on Shelton. And this one will go on Keg, who just stepped into the basketball game. Her first of the team's fourth. Seven and a half seconds to go here in the first quarter. Shelton puts on no pressure in the backcourt. So given. Should be able to get this into the front court quickly. Onate oh, with it, gives it off to Walker. Four seconds to go, throws one up from 30 feet away. It's off the glass, no good. And that is the end of the first quarter of play. And it is 7 and 2, state rated Shelton, tied with 0 and 6, given after one by a score of 9 9 here on Power 99. <laughs>
2: Gangwish Seed Supply in Shelton wishes all of the athletes best of luck. You've worked hard to make it this far, so compete hard and have fun. A proud sponsor of high school athletics, Gangwish Seed Supply Incorporated in Shelton. Good luck, athletes.
0: This sports broadcast is brought to you in part by Adams Corner Market in Gibbon. Adams Corner Market is your full-service grocery store with the freshest produce and meat. Fast, friendly, hometown personal service. Adams Corner Market in Gibbon. Good luck, athletes.
7: Comfy Bowl of Gibbon wishes the athletes good luck. Comfy Bowl provides portable toilet rentals, family-owned and operated, and serving central Nebraska for over 25 years. Comfy Bowl offers great from construction sites to upscale events. Online, ComfyBowlRentals.com.
8: Any place to listen or download podcasts of the game that our Platte River Radio stations broadcast from as far back as five years are at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Bookmark PlatteRiverPreps.com. Download the free Platte River Radio app so you're connected. We never forget a great game at PlatteRiverPreps.com, powered by Platte River Radio.
1: Back in the Carny Towing and Repair broadcast booth here at Shelton as we get ready for quarter number two of a 9-9 ball game. The Gibbon girls will get the ball to start the second quarter of play. Lindsay Wilkins had four of their nine points. Maketa Willis has five of the nine for Shelton. She has the only three. Shelton, one of ten from three-point land. And right off the get-go, Kelming drives into the paint. Runner from ten, no good. Rebound brought down by Wilkins. Wilkins tries to go coast-to-coast and lays it up and in. Even kind of stubbed her toe there a little bit, but was able to get it to go. And Shelton snaps the 7-0 run by Gibbon. And leads it here 11-9 to, to start the second quarter of play. Trying to pick and roll and throw it deep and over the head of Bailey. Four turnovers now for Gibbon. Shelton had two. Gibbon was three of six at the line in the first quarter. Shelton didn't shoot any free throws. And the rebounds were pretty even. 8-7 advantage of Shelton. Shelton trying to get it down low and get a quick start. Shot no good by Berglund. Rebound by Nemock. No good. And it's pulled down by Walker. So right underneath the hoop. A couple of chances there for Shelton. Unable to get anything done. Halftime girls basketball. North Platte leading Kearney High 25-21. The game is on ESPN 1460 AM and 92.1 FM as North Platte leads it by four. We've got a foul here on Addison Burr on the drive by Jalissa Gilming. So Gilming will go back to the line. She missed a couple of free throws in the first quarter of play. Tries to atone for that here and she gets the first one to go for her first point. The foul on Burr, her first five team fouls now on Shelton, and Gibbon has three. Second free throw also good. So Gilming hits them both, and we're tied 11-11. Less than a minute gone here in quarter number two. Coming up at the half, we'll talk with Gibbon boys coach David Benge. Nobody's going to cover the three-point attempt here at Clark. She actually passed it up. They held at her to shoot it, so she shot it, and it's no good. Wilkins pulls down the rebound. Shelton hasn't been able to get up and down the floor and transition as much as I thought that they would be able to here, but they haven't got a lot of steals. Give with a the basketball. They get it down low to Bailey. Can't get back out. Short jumper is no good by Wilkins. Down to the floor. The ball's loose. Gibbons trying to pick it up. It's bouncing around. It's out of bounds. And last touch by Shelton. Oh, well, the referee was right on top of that waiting for somebody to get possession and nobody ever did. So Shelton gets it back. Again, we're going to talk with giving coach David Benj about uh, just getting back on the court here this last week after being shut down for nearly three weeks to uh, go over some COVID protocol because it had been pretty bad. They missed some football this year, too. Here's Wilkins down the right baseline. Good drive with the shot. No good. Got her own rebound, and she's fouled. Castaneda with her first personal foul and the first free throws of the ball game coming up here for the Shelton Lady Bulldogs. Willis leads the way with seven points. And as we said, these will be the first free throws of the basketball game for Shelton. And the first one is on the way, and it's good. 6.15 to go here in the second. A lot of basketball going on tonight. Undefeated Pleasanton is in action over at Silver Lake. Second free throw, no good. Rebound brought down by Walker. We will see Pleasanton as part of the Nebraska Girls Basketball Showcase Saturday up in Broken Bow. That was supposed to be six games at UNK. COVID, UNK said nah, so they're going to have four games up at Broken Bow. Both Carney schools were to play. In fact, North Platte for Carney Catholic, they'll play Saturday. Kearney High against Square and Kansas. They'll play on Saturday as well. We'll have Adams Central Pleasanton at 11 a.m., On 1460 and 1550 AM and 92.1 FM. Long offensive possession here from Gibbon. Trying to run off some screens. Everything's been outside the arc right now against this Shelton man-to-man. Run down about 40 seconds so far. Walker to the high post, drives, kicks it up to Castaneda. Shelton looks a little tired. She tries right by him and hits the shot. So Jahida gets her second bucket of the ball game, and it's a 13 to 12 lead. Fast break the other way. The shot, no good. Offensive rebound, no good by Berglund, out of bounds. And it'll be Shelton basketball. Shelton on some of these offensive boards has got to be able to put it back up in the hoop. Excuse me, it's a one-point lead for Shelton. They trail 13 to 12. Gibbon 13, Shelton 12. First lead of the ball game for Gibbon. It was down nine to two at one point. So Shelton has really struggled. And part of the reason is they have continued to shoot the three and not get the ball inside. Top of the circle, good defense here by Mesa. To Gilming gets it on the left wing, starts to drive here with Wilkins, kicks it back out of the wing to O'Nate. Five minutes to go here in the second quarter, 13-12. Gilman down low, great pass, but Nemox slides down to block the shot of Nunez. And that'll be the first block shot of the basketball game. Shelton pushes it up the floor, but Gibbon back gets back defensively. Skip pass over left wing. No three that time from Clark up top Mesa. Continuing to work those two guards. Willis skip pass into the right hand corner over the top of the short 2-3 zone. Throws it right back to Nemock on the left elbow. He's patient, but they have got to find a way to use their height and get it inside. Gilbig knocks it away. It goes all the way into the Gibbon front court. And it's picked up there by 0-8. Turnover Shelton. Almost gave it right back. Gilming, let's see if Gibbon, the <laughs> coach, stepped up like she was going to call timeout, and then they get the ball and turn it over. So Gibbon gives it right back, pushing it up with the left-hand dribble is Clark. She's covered by O'Nate, can't take it in. Wheels it back out of the wing here. Now back to Clark, 4-3. It is short, no good. Fighting for the basketball, a travel on Shelton. Clark grabbed it, but fell to the floor while she was trying to grab it, and Gibbon gets the ball back. Coach Thober. Over the years, another characteristic is he doesn't like to burn the timeouts, even if nothing's going offensively for a while. And he's not doing anything right now. As we said, they've only picked up three points here in about the last six minutes, and now trying to get the steal. Here's Simmons. Simmons, one on two, drives, foul, scored. Brianna Simmons able to finish through the foul of Samantha Walker. That'll be the second on Walker, and give the lead back here to Shelton. At 14-13. First bucket of the ball game for Simmons. And the eldest statesman of the team. They have no seniors and she's the only junior. And Simmons will put the free throw up. And it is in and out no good. Rebound pulled down by Walker who committed the foul. And here comes Shelton settling back defensively on the man. to man picking him up at half court. It will be Gilming to bring it across the timeline. Jalissa working here on Burr. Up top to 0-8. Gibbon now trying to spread the floor a little bit more here. Give him some room for some cutters. Bailey drives, kicks it into the left-hand corner. The jumper is blocked by Simmons, out of bounds. And it will stay with the Buffaloes. Coming up, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Not a lot so far here in the quarter. Shelton's put up five points, four points for Gibbon. Gibbon has it underneath their own hoop, stacking the left side of the lane. Throw it all the way up top to Gilmick. Let's see if she dribbles right side. She'll get it over on a bounce pass there to Bailey. And then the pass goes behind O'Nate. It's going to be an over and back here on Gibbon. So their third turnover of the quarter. Their sixth of the ball game. Twice as many as Shelton has right now. You know, one of the things that we're going to be glad to see here, the band is actually going to get to play here tonight in Shelton. That's been one of the things with the COVID here the first month of the season. And throughout the fall, the band hasn't had much of an opportunity to be around. But uh, the NSAA opened it up a little bit more here in January. Catch on the right side, passing up on a couple of threes, and we've got another three-second violation. Shelton just passed the ball back and forth between Burr and Wilkins on the right side of the key. Wilkins looked at the three about three times, never took it, and Shelton ends up getting a three-second violation for the second time of the ball game. Castaneda will slowly bring the basketball up the floor here. For the Gibbon Buffaloes and reaching in, ball knocked away, and then we're going to get a foul, but who's it on? Castaneda actually leads the team nine points per game, and they're going to call it on Gibbon. So turnover here right back to him, and it looks like they'll call it on Castaneda. That'll be her second. 14-13, Shelton, a lot closer than the records would indicate. Three-pointer in the right corner. Willis finally gets one to go. Two of 13. Willis has both made three-pointers. And it's a 17-13 lead here for the Bulldogs at home with 2.35 to go in quarter number two. Given skips it over the left wing. They've got to find a way to get some offense here. They've been driving to the hoop, and it looks like they'll skip it over to Bailey. She'll try a three. It's off the iron. No good. And the rebound grabbed by Willis. She wants to run it out here. Three on one. Bounce pass at the last moment. Layup good by Clark. And it is 19 to 13, and Given is going to call a timeout. Coach saying, I was trying to call a timeout when we were on offense, and they couldn't hear him. The timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. Another 7-0 run here by Shelton. 2.13 to go. In the first half, it is Shelton 19, Gibbon 13.
4: If keeping up with real-life news and events in the heart of the Tri-Cities is important to you, consider subscribing to The Clipper. For print delivery or eClipper, email to you where you are. Local news from Gibbon, Shelton, Wood River, Caro, and everywhere in between. We will give you positive stories from school activities to local events. Check us out on the web or like us on Facebook. Who knows? You might find yourself in our picture gallery. Go to clipperpubco.com. We don't show dangerous stunts or crazy cats, but we'll keep you informed about our towns, and our people.
3: Why pay more when you can get better internet for less? Why settle for It's Okay... Internet, when you can have blazing fast speeds to get things done in a snap. Stop asking why and make the switch to NCTC and do business with a company you can trust. With exceptional customer service and Nebraska values, you can't go wrong. Switch to NCTC, Internet, and experience the difference. We're confident you'll love our service. Visit NCTC.net today.
1: Back in the Carnegie Tillion Repair broadcast booth, here in Shelton, as we're on the road, bringing you a little Highway 30 action between the Bulldogs and Gibbon. And Carney Towing is on the road, bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road. From heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance, call Carney Towing and Repair. When you need us, we'll be there. 2.13 to go in the first half. Shelton, 19. Gibbon, 13. The Shelton girls just went on a 7-0 run. The Gibbon is trying to come out of the timeout, find some offense. Pass gets tipped, but grabbed there by Wilkins. Throws it up to the top of the circle to Bailey. Bailey against the man-to-man bounce past to Walker, goes through her hands and out of bounds, and now Gibbon is having a little bit more trouble handling the basketball. Shelton's coming out that man-to-man and giving him some problems, and again, kind of that eight, nine-player rotation looks like about a nine-player, eight-player rotation so far for, well, they got six of them out there, and they got to get one more out, and so sitting down will be Wilkins and Berglund will come back to throw it in. So, They've used nine players, and for given, they've tried to run a few in there, but have kind of stayed with this starting five a little more than what Shelton has done, trying to add to that six-point lead. Here's Mesa, another three, and it's off the heel, no good from the left wing, long rebound, and an over-the-back foul going to be called here on Shelton as Wilkins got the rebound. The foul will be on Addison Burr, her second, and the team fouls are even at six apiece with 141 remaining. Here in the first half. And the referee finally gives the basketball here to Bailey. She'll get it to Gilmy on the inbounds, who'll bring it across the timeline, picked up by Addison Burr in the man to man. Again, Shelton 7-2, ranked in class D1 for the first time in a number of years. Gibbon hasn't won a ball game. And although they're still not tearing it up offensively, they got off to a decent start and Now trying to find a way to get it inside. Really, Shelton is pushing it out, leaving more room at the high post for Gibbon as soon as they can recognize that. And driving in with the left hand is Wilkins. It's off the front of the rim. No good. And Berglund will bring down the rebound. Not a lot of offensive second chances lately here for Gibbon. Off the screen all the way in, but hitting the iron on the layup is Burr. No good. Then we've got a foul on a reach-in here against Garcia, it would appear, for Shelton. Let's see if that's the case, and it is. Second foul on Venom, and we will walk to the other end and shoot a one-and-one. Looks like it'll be Alyssa Bailey, her first trip to the line. She'll be the fourth given Buffalo to get a chance to knock down some free throws. Gilming is two for four. Wilkins is two for two. Walker is one for two. Down to a minute two to go here in the first half. And at the line will be Bailey. Bailey. The senior puts the front end up, and it's too strong. The rebound pulled down here by Drew Nemock, her third. Up ahead to Wilkins. McKenna brings it into the front court, and we've got an offensive foul called on McKenna Willis as she was guarded by Jalissa Gilming, and she just kept dribbling. She might have got the foul on Gilming, but kind of leaned into her. That'll be her first personal foul. Hometown fans not all that pleased with it as it was called by the official on the opposite side of the floor. Bounce passes picked right back off, though. And here comes Clark with it. Clark, one on two, brings it in, gets the call. She's going to go to the line and shoot two, but she hit the ground a little funny. She's got that knee brace on. The foul is going to be called on Walker, who now picks up her third foul. That's not what they wanted to see. And it's not really a knee brace. It's the knee socks, but she's okay. Clark pops up here after a moment. And we'll go to the line and shoot two. But Gibbon's been on 13 now for four minutes. And Shelton has scored seven in a row, make it eight, as the free throw is good by Clark. 20-13, equally the largest lead of the ball game by Shelton. They got up 9-2. Gibbon ended up tying it at nine at the end of the quarter. Took a 13-12 lead, but hasn't scored since. 43 seconds remaining here in the first half as Clark gets ready to shoot the second. Second free throw here. And the high archer is in and out, no good. Ball tipped out of Willis's hands, and Nunez will get her second board, and it remains 20-13 in favor of the Lady Bulldogs. Gilming brings the ball across the timeline. Gets the cutter. Onate in the paint. Cut off by Nemock. Nice help there by Shelton. Up top, Bailey drives back over to the right-hand corner to Onate. Kick it back out. The length giving a little bit of problem here to Gibbon. Gilming picks up her dribble way out top here, 27-28 feet away. Now Onate oh, down to 15 seconds. They're not trying to play for the last shot. They're going to have to drive here pretty soon. Wilkins with it. Up top to Bailey. Eight seconds. Back to Onate. Oh, Had a look. Passed up the three. Back up top to Gilming. Two seconds. Off-balance three is blocked away by Mesa at the buzzer. And we have reached halftime with Shelton ending the second quarter on an 8-0 run and holding Gibbon scoreless for nearly five minutes. After the first half, Here at home, 7-2 Shelton leads 0-6 Gibbon, 20-13 on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com.
0: The Cornerstone Bank, with over 35 locations in central Nebraska, proudly supports this broadcast. Helping with your financial future is what we do. Cornerstone Bank can help you with home, personal, and business loans. Good luck, athletes, from Cornerstone Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender.
7: Comfy Bowl of Gibbon wishes the athletes good luck. Comfy Bowl provides portable toilet rentals, family-owned and operated, and serving central Nebraska for over 25 years. Comfy Bowl offers great from construction sites to upscale events. Online, ComfyBowlRentals.com.
0: This sports broadcast is brought to you in part by Adams Corner Market in Gibbon. Adams Corner Market is your full-service grocery store with the freshest produce and meat. Fast, friendly, hometown personal service. Adams Corner Market in Gibbon. Good luck, athletes.
2: Gangler Seed Supply in Shelton wishes all of the athletes best of luck. You've worked hard to make it this far, so compete hard and have fun. A proud sponsor of high school athletics, Gangler Seed Supply Incorporated in Shelton. Good luck, athletes.
1: And welcome back to Shelton. It's time for the Ravenna Sanitation halftime report. Your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business and residential service. Ravenna Sanitation, your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. Well, Ravenna, Shelton, Gibbon, they've all got their little rivalry. But tonight it's Shelton and Gibbon, halftime of the girls' game. Shelton leads it by a score of 20-13. to 13. And up next, our boys' game. And wanted to get a chance here to talk with Gibbon boys' coach David Bench, whose squad is maybe as much as anybody in the state been a little unusual with the time that they have spent on the side with the COVID. It's almost like a college type of deal, Dave. <laughs> uh, you've only got to play three games. You played those first two shut down. For the rest of the month, got a, uh, a couple practices over the holiday break. You didn't have a holiday tournament uh, because of that. Just just tell me what it's – we know it's weird all along, but where are you guys at right now as the Gibbon Boys program?
9: Uh, I would say overall the the main thing is I, I guess we're long, like game two. You know, those first two games are – you know, we took a month off. It was – when we started practice back up, it was basically like starting over. I um, mean, you know, the basic fundamentally things had kind of – uh got rusty. I'll put it that way. Um, and so this is basically game 2 of our our second season. Um and so, you know a lot of question marks still to be answered um after, even after those first two games, um St. Paul was a really good team that first night and just completely overwhelmed us. And then we lost a real close one to Central City. Um and then it was basically poof, it was gone. Um and so I didn't see anybody for 2 weeks and then we had one day of practice and then a 5-day hit and so we, then we had five days of practice again, so it was it was kind of starting over um, from scratch. So,
1: do you get to make up any of those games?
9: Uh, we have the Wood River game rescheduled, um, and we made up the Minden game uh, this last Saturday. So,
1: got that one against Minden, The Wood River game rescheduled for February the 15th, uh, going into that last week uh, of the of the regular season where it's just boys only. So, what time? What did you see Saturday when you played Minden?
9: Uh. You know, Minden didn't really surprise us with a lot of what they did. Um, I was pretty happy with a a lot of aspects that I was a little bit nervous, to be honest with. Um, Defensively, I thought we played a pretty sound game. Um, The breakdowns we had were really actually, I thought, fatigue things, um, which when your kids take off a month, you know, you can't simulate game situations. And so they're their idea of running outside by themselves um, clearly didn't uh, cover the conditioning aspect of it. And th- when we went back and watched film, it was actually, it was quite a bit better than what we had thought it was going to be. Um, and so I'm kind of, I'm interested tonight to see, you know, game two, can we clean some of those things up and maybe really put a good game together?
1: Well, Shelton likes to get up and down the yes. floor and coach Oman
9: didn't try to pull the reins back on these guys so far. What do you see from them tonight? Y- yeah. They, you know what, this, this team's pretty skilled. Um, just you watch them. Across the board, they're one through five. If you fall asleep on them, they're going to make you pay. So uh, we definitely know we have our hands full coming into tonight, which, you know, honestly, every team we've played so far has been pretty darn skilled. So, um, yeah, it's kind of another day at the office for us. You know, a lot of the things that that we do determines the outcome. Where we play great, we're pretty tough. When we play bad, we're, we're pretty easy to beat. So, uh, you know, I think a lot tonight has to do with, first of all, what we do from our side um, and then making things hard on them you know keeping them out of the lane that's going to be a really really important one tonight. COVID or not your first eight games
1: would have been on the road so it's just six the way I believe uh, I see it right now yeah. uh, and you don't get your first home game until January the 9th the girls played Overton at home yeah. there hasn't been a lot going on for fans in that gym. I'm sure uh, folks are eager to come watch you guys play.
9: I, I hope so I, uh, we're, we're hoping to put on a show on Saturday when we finally get a play at home we knew it was going to be a super weird year um we're kind of in the middle of some schedule changes where we're this year we're on the road and we're hoping next year we can actually make make those games on the road again so that in a couple of years we can adjust the schedule because yeah. it was going to be crazy um you know, it was eight games we were going to be on the road, and that was only counting one holiday tournament game. So, technically, we could have played nine on the road before ever we playing a home game. That's just craziness. So, yeah, we're trying to get it fixed, but, you know, it's kind of one of those things.
1: Well, looking forward to the game tonight, Dave. We'll I talk to we you it afterwards,
9: show. man. Thank you.
1: That's the head coach of the Gibbon Buffaloes, David Bent. They're just going to play their fourth game of the year coming up later tonight here on Power 99. Halftime of the girls' game. Shelton leads at 20-13. to 13. We'll look at the numbers right after this
6: Take a quick rundown now. The
1: first half stats. First off for Gibbon, we have Jalissa Gilming, two points and a rebound. Jahida Castaneda, four points, five rebounds. Lindsey Wilkins, four points, two rebounds. Desiree Nunez, a couple of rebounds. Alyssa Bailey, two points and a rebound. Samantha Walker, 1.3 rebounds. Nine points in the first quarter, just four, though, in the second. They're on about a five-minute drought. 13 points, 14 rebounds. Five out of nine at the free throw line. Oh of three from three-point land. Nine turnovers. Walker has three fouls. Bailey and Castaneda have two. For Shelton, Addison Purr has a rebound. Brianna Simmons, two points and a block. Haley Clark, three points, two rebounds. Meta Mesa has a rebound and a block shot. Drew Nemock, two points, three rebounds, and a block. McKenna Willis, 11 points, three rebounds. And Emily Berglund, two points, five rebounds. Nine in the first, 11 in the second, including the last eight. 20 points, 15 rebounds, two out of five at the free throw line, just two of 14 from three point land, three block shots, four turnovers, two fouls apiece on Burr and Garcia, and at the half, leads it 28 to 13. And you've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation halftime report for quality, dependable trash hauling service for your farm home, or business. Contact the professionals at Ravenna Sanitation. The second half is next. Gibbon Packing.
6: We are small town on a national scale, or in your backyard, or in your neighbor, and we proudly support the communities in which we operate. Good luck to all area athletes on and off the field. Learn about career opportunities online at AmericanFoodsGroup.com.
8: 36 high schools in our coverage area region each have a page on RiverPreps.com with schedules, interviews, broadcasts, and links to feature stories. When you bookmark RiverPreps.com, you'll connect with the place that is true to our schools. RiverPreps.com, powered by Platte River Radio.
1: Well, Shelton didn't waste any time firing up a three-pointer here to start the third quarter of play. It was no good. The rebound grabbed by Wilkins, and as we come to the other end, Wilkins is fouled by Drew Nemock. That'll be her second. It comes on the shot, so Wilkins, who's two of two at the line with four points, will shoot a couple of free throws and try and move that scoreboard for Gibbon, and the first free throw is no good. Again, boys' game will follow. Thursday, we have got Wood River up to Arcadia Loop City here on Power 99. We'll have Giltner, Lawrence, Nelson on the breeze, 94.5 Thursday. Friday, big one, Loomis and Elm Creek on Power 99. And Carney Catholic, Grand Island Central Catholic on ESPN Radio is the second free throw, also no good. Drew Nemock gets the rebound. We've got St. Cecilia, Sandy Creek on 1230 KHAS Thursday as well. Lob inside, Berglund's open, and she'll lay it up and in. Emily Berglund with her second bucket of the ball game, and it's 22-13. Shelton now starting to pull away because Gibbon just simply can't score the basketball here over the last six minutes. Up top with it is Bailey. Bailey drives in, kicks it on the wing. Good ball fake by Castaneda. Takes a seven-footer, no good. Almost had the offensive rebound, but Walker will grab it. Second chance here down to Castaneda against Nemock. Up and around and a nice play by Jehida to get her third bucket of the ball game. And that will snap a 10-0 run here by Shelton that dates back to the second quarter. And a three-pointer at the other end who's over everything that time by Clark. The rebound goes to Nebach, and she's fouled on the putback. That's her fifth rebound of the basketball game. And the foul will be on Samantha Walker. And that is, no, it's going to be on... Walker. Yeah. That'll be her third. We had her for her third in the first half, so we mismarked one somewhere. And Nemock now to the line to shoot two. And the first one is too strong, no good. And getting set to check in here for Gibbon will be Nunez, and that will put Walker on the bench. 6.40 to go in the third, 22 to 22-15. Shelton leads it by seven. And Nebach cat the line. Her second free throw is on the way. And this one is off the heel. No good. But two Shelton players, both of the post, got in there. And then it's tied up by Bailey. Willis had it. She was trying to not run into her teammate, Berglund. Had a chance to take it up. Didn't. Gets tied up. And Shelton gives up the basketball on the offensive rebound from the two missed free throws. Up the floor, Gilman uses the ball screen, comes into the paint. Over Nemoc. It's off the heel. No good. Drew's going to pull down her sixth rebound. Then she's knocked down to the floor. Gibbon steals it and calls timeout. Alyssa Bailey with two great defensive plays back-to-back. And Gibbon will get another opportunity here. Timeout by the Buffaloes. 6.24 to go in the third quarter. It is 22-15. Shelton this timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Cardiff.
8: The Aurora Cooperative mobile app allows you to stay connected to your operation from anywhere. Download the app to see bids, live markets, view your invoices and statements, receive real-time scale tickets, sign contracts, receive work order notifications, pay your bill, and so much more, all from the palm of your hand. Customize your experience with this easy-to-use app and start connecting with Aurora Cooperative for more every year farm is. Download the free Aurora Cooperative app from your phone's app store today. Contact Tracy Minke at 402-694-7682 for assistance. Cover together, we know your roots.
1: The Heisman Trophy goes to Alabama senior wide receiver Devonta Smith, just awarded here in the last few minutes. I'll give you some more on that in a moment, but it uh, been a long time since a wideout has won the, wide, uh, won the Heisman. Congratulations to Devonta Smith. Right now, Gibbon coming out of the timeout after securing the basketball. Gilmick drives. Demock holds her ground. The shot comes up short, and the rebound comes down to Emily Berglund. That'll be her sixth. Up the floor with it, the Bulldogs spread the floor here against that Gibbon Zone defense, they've stated that the whole way. Another three-pointer, top of the key. Burr, it is no good. Long rebound is grabbed there by Bailey, and here comes Gibbon. But they have not had much for transition. Now, Shelton gets back every time. Gibbon doesn't really get out and go. Pick and roll, try to get it to Costaneda. It's deflected but picked up by Nunez to avoid the Gibbon turnover. So Gilmick brings it back out top, picked up there by Burr, lobs it to the left-hand corner. Start the drive, Bailey, back out top. Castaneda on the right wing to the cutter, Gilming. She's bumped, puts it up, no good. Again, last time it was Nemock. This time it's Burgland with the good defense. Didn't foul, just held their ground and got the rebound. Wilkins front court, fakes the three. Good ball fake into the paint, runs into the defender. They're going to call a blocking foul on Gibbon. Desiree Nunez was in the paint, and it was Willis that initiated the contact, and that'll be the first foul on Nunez. And so two free throws coming up for McKenna Willis, who had 11 points in that first half. And the free throw is good. Again, she missed. Got injured in the first game of the year, then missed six before coming back for the holiday tournament. Score update for you. It is at the end of the first quarter. Amherst leading Wood River 18-15. to Second free throw, no good. Nobody grabbed the basketball. And that's the boys score They're Moving along there, Amherst 18, Wood River 15. So an inbounds play here for Gibbon in the backcourt. They'll throw it in, no problem. And up the floor come the Buffaloes, trying to get a little closer here. Hershey girls beating South Loop today, 49-41. Balls picked off, top of the circle by Clark. Clark uncontested, drives into the right-handed layup is good. So Haley Clark with her second bucket. She's got five and the lead back to 10 now. 25-15, Shelton. Shelton playing a lot of low-scoring games this year. And another one here as Gibbon tries to lob it to the baseline. They throw it behind Lindsey Wilkins and out of bounds. So a lot of shift changing, a lot of subs coming on the floor. Here's who we've got right now for Shelton. Bringing the ball up the floor. Berglund will throw it in to Burr. Mazes in there along with Garcia. And also Brianna Simmons on the offensive look here against this extended zone from Gibbon. Offense slowing down here as this game has moved along. It was 20 to 13 at the halftime. So a 5-3 run. Mesa drives in and a charge this time. Gibbon have been doing a good job holding their ground. And Walker, who was back in, draws the charge. If it had been a block, it would have been her fourth foul. Instead, it's the third. The first. On uh, Meza, second team foul, and Gibbon to inbound a basketball. But they need, like most of the season, to find a way to get some points to fall. They're starting to try. They're getting some looks. They just have to finish. Bounce pass inside. Castaneda got it. Lays it up, and it's good. I don't know how it got through that double team, and Jahida is smiling, and she leads Gibbon now with eight points. She's got both of the buckets here in the third quarter, 25-17. Shelton leading it by eight, midway through the third. Settling for a lot of threes, but not hitting him. Now they lob it down to Berglund. She's doubled, knocked away by Bailey. We're going to get a jump ball. The arrow stays with Shelton. But give a pat on the back here to Alyssa Bailey. The senior has played some really good defense here. As we said, Devonta Smith, the third player from Alabama to claim the Heisman. But uh, the first wide receiver since Michigan's Desmond Howard. Been nearly three, 30 years since Desmond had won the award, but that's where the Heisman Trophy goes tonight. Inside Berglund, it's sitting on the rim and decides to spin over and in. So Berglund with her second bucket of the quarter. And it's 27-17. Shelton not able to pull away. Gibbon not able to really string anything together to get closer. Free throw line, Bailey tried to force it inside, Nemox there, steps up, makes the steal. Outlet pass on the right wing to Clark, down low. She's in the double team and got a travel called. Shelton didn't like that. Jeff Thomer pops off the bench. Alyssa Bailey and Aaliyah Onate had her trap. I think she just lost her balance trying to spin through there. So Shelton had an opportunity down low off the steal, couldn't convert. And Gilming will bring the ball up the floor. Jalissa without a field goal so far in the ball game. As Shelton extends that man-to-man way up top. Now maybe they've dropped into a zone a little bit here. They they play a matchup is what's going on. They're giving a lot of room up top. And Gibbon hasn't been able to figure out how to get it inside. Castaneda up top to Gilming. Back over to Bailey. Left elbow. Kicks it up top to O'Neill. Everybody touching it here for the Buffaloes. And back to Gilming, who's covered by McKenna Willis. Willis has went this whole third quarter without a point bucket. Here's a three-pointer from Walker. That's off the iron, no good. That's only the fourth attempt. Castaneda tried to track it down, but ran out of real estate. It'll be out of bounds to Shelton. So a 7-4 run so far here in quarter number three has given Shelton a 10-point lead. Looking back at the Heisman to Devonta Smith today. Uh, he wins it. And then you had Trevor Lawrence, the quarterback from uh, Clemson. Finishing in second. Mac Jones, the quarterback from Alabama, was third. And uh, Kyle Trask, the quarterback from Florida, finished in fourth. Of course, Johnny Rogers, one of the wide receivers to win the Heisman Trophy. But today, Devonta Smith from Alabama. Wins it. 27-17. Back to basketball here. Skip past Wilkins. Corner three is on the way. It's an air ball, but the ball falls into the hands of Garcia. Grabs her first rebound. Hands it off here to Clark. Drives the left baseline. Nowhere to go. The ball is knocked out of bounds. The referees converge, and they decide that it's going to stay down here with Shelton. Remember when we had the one game earlier last month with Shelton playing Wilcox-Hildreth? They were down in the fourth quarter and then went on a 17-0 run to pull away and win that game and a travel on the inbounds here they lobbed it up to neemock at the free throw line and took off without dribbling the basketball sixth turnover here for the bulldogs but again given averaging only about 23 points a game and they've been playing a couple of stronger teams here so they have not had a lot of close ones this is about as close as they've had two minutes to go Here in the third, the paint opens up and Willis reaches around and pokes it away from behind there from Wilkins. Fast break up to Clark. She short arms it, no good. Gilming trying to grab the loose basketball and she has it and then is fouled. So Gilming grabbing the basketball and the foul called on Clark. That'll be her first, only the third team foul. Castaneda had a short breather. She's gonna come in and now Gibbon is gonna bring in Helsey Rivas for the first time. Helsey is a 5'4 senior. Minute 48 to go here in quarter number three. And don't forget our Athlete of the Month brought to you by B&B Carpet Services. Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month. We have two new ones. And for the first time ever, as Walker takes a corner 18-footer no good, they're from the same school. Emily Berglund gets her eighth rebound from Omaha. From Omaha, from Loomis, Quinn Johnson winning the boys. Mesa pull up three in transition, hits it, and Mesa hits the first three in the half and her first bucket of the ball game, and the lead now out to 13, 30 to 17 with a minute 10 to go here in the quarter. And Alexis Billiter, by the way, of Loomis wins the girls award for December. Quinn Johnson wins the boys award. We'll see Loomis in a doubleheader with Elm Creek Friday night here on Power 99, and then that dandy. Central Catholic, Kearney Catholic. The Central Catholic boys are number one in C2. The girls are undefeated in number two in C1, and the Carney Catholic boys are number two in C1. The Carney Catholic girls have won their last two games. Gibbon rotating it around here with 40 seconds to go. In the third, off the pick, Castaneda in the paint, puts it up and hit the heel, well defended, the rebound brought down by Berglund. And she's got nine, hands it off here to Burr. Burr pushes it up all the way to the right block, kicks it into the corner, passing up the shot. Simmons now takes it back and buries a three. So back-to-back threes here. After Shelton was two of 18, they hit back-to-back threes. And they've almost got the score doubled now. 15 seconds to go here. Castaneda, crossover dribble, off the pick, gets it knocked away, and a travel going to be called. Well, you got to score, and Gibbon knows it. And they have only been able to score four points over the last 12 minutes of the basketball game. They had 13 to take a 13 to 12 lead early in the second quarter, but only have four points since then and have been outscored 20 to 4. One more shot here for Shelton. Skip it over to Willis, right hand corner, four seconds to go. McKenna, ball fake. They're going to have to throw something up, and they will not get a shot away, and that is the end of the third quarter of play. Shelton, 33, and Gibbon 17. You're listening to High School Hoops on Power 99, KKPR-FM, Kearney, Shelton, Gibbon, and PlatteRiverPreps.com.
0: This sports broadcast is brought to you in part by Adams Corner Market in Gibbon. Adams Corner Market is your full-service grocery store with the freshest produce and meat. Fast, friendly, hometown personal service. Adams Corner Market in Gibbon. Good luck, athletes.
2: Gangwish Seed Supply in Shelton wishes all of the athletes best of luck. You've worked hard to make it this far, so compete hard and have fun. A proud sponsor of high school athletics, Gangwish Seed Supply Incorporated in Shelton. Good luck, athletes.
0: The Cornerstone Bank, with over 35 locations in central Nebraska, proudly supports this broadcast. Helping with your financial future is what we do. Cornerstone Bank can help you with home, personal, and business loans. Good luck, athletes, from Cornerstone Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender.
8: Some of the region's best athletes become B&B Carpet Athletes of the Month, nominate new honorees, or see all the previous athletes of the month at PlatteRiverPreps.com. That's PlatteRiverPreps.com. We never forget a great effort powered by Platte River Radio.
1: Well, producer-engineer Stacy Johns, Doug Duda back with you here in Shelton, getting ready for the fourth quarter of play as Shelton outscored, given 13-4 to four in the third and now lead it. to Boys game will be coming up next, so we're looking forward to that a little bit after 8 o'clock. Gibby gets the ball to start the fourth quarter. Gilming's going to take it right down the middle of the paint, and that time over the defense it banks in Jalissa Gilming with her first field goal of the contest. Pushing it up the floor, Bird brings it all the way inside, then kicks it out to Willis, who skips it over to the left wing to Clark. Clark puts the ball on the floor with a left-hand dribble, pulls up from six on the block, no good. Ball tipped out, Gilming grabs her third rebound. And Gibbon will keep it in Jalissa's hands. The senior runs it to the right wing, looks for the outlet pass, gets it out to the right wing. Wilkins, three-pointer just short on the floor to grab the rebound is going to be Bailey, and then shot up and in by Lindsey Wilkins, who got back in there after the miss. And Gilming again playing good as the three-pointer in transition is no good by Clark, thrown back up by Berglund, and she's fouled. Well, one thing about these missed threes by Shelton, they are getting a lot of offensive rebounds off of them. And the foul here will be called on Samantha Walker, and now that is her fourth personal foul with 7.09 to go in the ballgame. And Chelsea Jacob is talking to the official that made the call, wants to know what happened. And the first of two free throws for Emily Berglund is on the way and good. She's got seven. a final. Grand Island Central Catholic girls remain undefeated, beating Crosstown rival Grand Island Northwest 43-36 this evening. They're now 10-0 on the year. Second free throw. Again, don't forget North Platte Kearney, currently playing on ESPN, 1460 AM and 92.1 FM. Berglund hits the second free throw, and it's 35-21. Shelton by 14. With seven minutes to go in the game, Gibbon lobs it into the corner. Nice high jump. Wilkins to save it. Brings it into the paint. Gets doubled. And a travel going to be called. So that's turnover number 15 on Gibbon compared to six for Shelton. Shelton's been very democratic about it. They've had two in each quarter. When we're done here, it's the New West Sports Medicine and orthopedic surgery post-game show. We'll run down the final stats and then get you ready for the boys game. Clark against the zone. Skips it over to Wilkins. Shelton now with that 14-point lead. Still looking at a three, and it's on the way by Burr. Too strong, no good. Long rebound pulled down by Nima. She's got seven. Back out for another three that is short. This time the defensive board brought down by Jalissa Gilming. And Shelton clears out. Gilming, crossover, gets by Burr. Back up top, she'll give it to Bailey. Melissa... Doesn't really look to shoot. Kicks it out of the wing to Wilkins. Wilkins into the paint. Throws it right at the feet of Castaneda. And it's going to be loose and picked up on a given turnover by Haley Clark. She'll hand it off to Wilkins. Takes it in. Missed the layup. Offensive rebound. Nemock fouled. Shot good. So Nemock stayed with the play and has a chance to be rewarded here with a three-point bucket. As Alyssa Bailey gets her third personal foul. It's the fourth team foul of the half. And Desiree Nunez is going to check in for Lindsey Wilkins. Nemoch now with four points, eight boards. Berglund, eight points, 10 boards. Willis, 12 points, but only one point in the second half. The free throws in and out, no good. Another offensive rebound back up and in by Berglund. So there's the double-double, 10 points, 11 rebounds, and we're going to get a timeout called here by the Given Buffaloes. With your score, 39-21, 39-21, a four-point trip down the floor. Shelton leads it this time out, brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994, located where you need is specializing in you
6: great deal more
4: if keeping up with real-life news and events in the heart of the Tri-Cities is important to you, consider subscribing to The Clipper. For print delivery or e-Clipper email to you where you are. Local news from Gibbon, Shelton, Wood River, Caro, and everywhere in between. We will give you positive stories from school activities to local events. Check us out on the web or like us on Facebook. Who knows? You might find yourself in our picture gallery. Go to clipperpubco.com. We don't show dangerous stunts or crazy cats, but we'll keep you informed about our towns, and our people.
1: And out of the timeout, Gibbon basketball now trying to just get a little something going here. Shelton has got this thing pulled away with a 39-21 lead. It had been an eight-point game most of that third quarter, and Gibbon turns the basketball over once they get across the timeline. Clark brings it in and almost troweled, got it out to Mesa. She picks her dribble up in a corner and hands it off to Willis. Playing catch on the left wing, McKenna brings it in, around the defense, has it partially blocked, got it back, and a foul going to be called. Nunez blocked the first one, the ball falls into the hands of Garcia, and then she tried to block it again, and is called for the foul. Second on Nunez, and at the line will be Vina Garcia, looking for her first point of the ball game. She gets two free throws, and the first one is on the way, it's good. 40-21. to 21. Another score update for you. Carney high about ready to wrap things up with North Platte. The free throw is banked in by Garcia, but it's good. And an 8 point start here to the quarter after Kilmegan Wilkins hit a couple of shots. Shelton's got their offense Cranked up here over the last five minutes. Castaneda tries a three in the right hand corner and knocks it down. That's the first three pointer of the basketball game for Gibbon. They're one of six. And at the other end, Clark is able to knock one down. And she's got seven points. And it's 43 24. And Shelton wants to take a quick timeout just to sub some players in. 5.09 to go here in the ballgame. 43 24. Shelton, this timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney.
6: Gibbon Packing, we are small town on a national scale. We're in your backyard, we're your neighbor, and we proudly support the communities in which we operate. Good luck to all area athletes on and off the field. Learn about career opportunities online at AmericanFoodsGroup.com. Comfy Bowl of Gibbon wishes the athletes
7: good luck. Comfy Bowl provides portable toilet rentals, family-owned and operated, and serving central Nebraska for over 25 years. Comfy Bowl offers great from construction sites to upscale events. Online, ComfyBowlRentals.com.
1: Well, an exciting one just finished up. The Carney girls able to nip North Platte 51-50. to The Bearcats pick up the win tonight for their fifth win of the season, 51-50. The Carney girls, the boys will be coming up On ESPN, 1460 AM and 92.1 FM. Given with a basketball. Try to lob it down to Castaneda and a little two-stall that time. Jalissa Gilming throws it over the top and out of bounds. North Platte will host Kearney Catholic Saturday, and we'll have that doubleheader beginning at 2 o'clock on ESPN Radio Tri-Cities. So we've got three early games for you Saturday. The Adams Central Pleasanton Girls at 11 AM, followed by the Kearney Catholic North Platte, Doubleheader out at North Platte at 2 here on Power 99. Saturday, I'll be at the Amherst Wrestling Invitational with some great teams. Inside pass. They get it here to Berglund, and she'll turn and score. She's got half of her 12 points in the fourth quarter of play, and it is 35-24, a 21-point lead. Gilming runs into the paint, puts it up no good. Berglund pulls down another rebound. Still 4.5 to go, and a comfortable lead now for Shelton. This had been tight for Two-and-a-half quarters. Turnaround jumper in the paint by Burr. No good. Castaneda, that's her first rebound of the second half after pulling down five in the first half. Again, top of the key they'll find over to Walker. She'll try a three-pointer. It's off the mark. No good. Knocked out of bounds by Gibbon. For Shelton, they go to Deshler on Friday night, then have three straight at home next week. Tuesday, Arcadia Loop City. Next Thursday, Centurin. Next Friday, Ansley Litchfield for Gibbon. They go to Ord, and the Ord Lady Chanticleers are rated in C1 with an 8-2 record. That will be on Friday. Then their home opener for the boys and the second home game for the girls Saturday against Holdridge, and that will begin a stretch where five of six are at home. High post, they get it to Gilming. She kicks it back out top to Burr. Fast knocked away by Walker, and then she is going to be fouled as she's sandwiched there by Simmons and Burr, and Brianna Simmons will be called for her. Second personal foul. It's only the 14 foul, so no free throws. 45-24. Shelton steadily pulling away. Gibbon had the lead early in the second quarter, 13-12, to but went on a nearly 8-minute drought, or 12-minute drought, I should say, where they only scored four points during that 12 minutes from the middle of the second to the end of the third. As the ball tipped away and Gibbon... Will get a rare inbounds underneath their own hoop. This might be the first one of the game. And Bailey to toss it in as they box the lane. Overload on the right side. Finally get it inside. The short jumper by Wilkins. Bounces off to no good. Got her own rebound. No good. Walker with the rebound, and she is going to be fouled. And Gibbons going to get another opportunity here. Walker was not on the shot, though, so it'll be Underneath. Foul will be called on Drew Nemock. That'll be her third. Team fouls are even at five apiece. This time the left side of the key is overloaded for Gibbon. As Bailey looks to throw it in, gets it up to data into the paint, back out to Walker, and even farther out here to Gilmick. So nothing off the inbounds, and they'll have to get the offense rolling. On the left side to Wilkins. Here's Walker. She'll put up a 15-footer off the rim once, twice, won't go. Fight for the rebound, another quick whistle. we got a jump ball here between Clark and Wilkins, and the arrow this time points the way of Shelton. Still 3.14 to go. Shelton will improve to 8-2 and, and give an 0-7. And and, uh, if Ord is not the next destination, where can one be? Well, Holdridge 4-3, Blue Hill 3-5, Donovan Trumbull 1-5, Amherst 3-5, Centura 4-4, Harvard 1-7. Those are the next teams that are coming up on their schedule as they try to break into that win column. Here's a 3 by Burr. It's all in. Addison Burr with her first 3-point bucket of the basketball game. And Shelton now 5-24 of from beyond the arc. And they've got the score doubled. At 48 to 24 with 2.40 to go, Gilming decides to drive right side of the lane, takes it all the way in, shot no good. Nemock with the rebound, and done a great job, whether it's Willis, Berglund, or Nemock. When they drive in, they don't swat at it, they just stand. They're a little taller, they make them throw over the top of them, and that's been good defense as Shelton travels at the other end, went to make a pass, nobody was there. And you know what that feels like, dragged the foot. So back into the ball game here for the Gibbon Buffaloes is going to be Arlene Lazo to Gilming. Gilming brings it into the paint. It's double teamed and a travel going to be called. Fifth turnover of the quarter, 19th of the game. Also on the floor, Castaneda, Walker, and Nunez for Gibbon. Up the floor with it is. Wilkins skips it over. Another three in transition that's in and out. No good for Clark. They're not scared to shoot it. Rebound brought down by Gilming. Across the timeline with it. Wilkins goes for the steal. Can't get it to Castaneda. High post to Nunez. Back out to Walker for the three. It's off the iron. Just a little short. Rebound. Castaneda back up and in. And she draws the foul. Jahida playing very, very well tonight. She now has 13 points, seven rebounds in the contest, and has a chance to add the free throw here in a three-point play. Gilming's going to check out. Nate will check in. 156 remains in our girls' basketball game here on Power99 and PlatRiverpreps.com. Castaneda's free throw is bouncing around and it's good. 48 to 27. Shelton on top. How soon will they go deeper down the bench? Really, for Shelton, they don't have a ton of players suited up, and the coaches use most of them. So we've seen almost everybody on the bench. Minute 43 to go. Skip pass here to Simmons. Back over to Clark for another three, and that one is good. First three-pointer of the ball game for Haley Clark. 51-27. As O'Nate brings it across the timeline. Shelton's back to that man-to-man that they have been so strong in. Over to Lazo, up top, Castaneda, into the paint. Nice dish off eight, little seven-footer. She got whacked on the arm. And free throws coming up here for Aliyah Onate, looking for her first point of the ball game. The foul's on Clark. That'll be her second. And Onate to the line. As a team, Gibbon is 6 of 12. And for Shelton, they're 4 of 5 in the quarter, so that's helped them out. They're 7 of 14 for the game. Both teams right at 50%. And the free throw is good. Bionate, checking in now for Shelton, Mesa returns and also coming in will be Jet Riley. And checking in for Gibbon is going to be Kristen Holcomb, sophomore here for Coach Jacobitz. Waiting for everybody to get set and another free throw coming up. It's on the way and it's good. So O'Nate hits them both. Another score update. Pleasanton now 10-0, beating Silver Lake 76 to 39 tonight over in Roseland. As we play out the string here with a minute 15 to go. More fans allowed to come in tonight. And good to see that. Top of the circle with it is going to be Simmons. Drives in. The runner is no good. Also in here for Gibbon is Helsie Rivas. Rebound brought down by O'Nate. She'll bring it across the timeline with one minute to go here. Oh, Nate fouled. Reach in by Mesa. That will be Maite's second personal foul, and it will allow Gibbon to be in the one and one. Oh, and it's Parents' Night. <laughs> so it won't be 20 minutes. One of the reasons that it might be a little more full than usual. But Shelton's got two good teams. O'Ne puts the free throw up. No good. And the ball is off of a foot and out of bounds. Off of Mesa. Good work there by Desiree Nunez to keep fighting for the basketball. Checking in now for Shelton is Callie Carmen, One of the two freshmen on the roster along with Burr. That's right. Two freshmen, one junior. And the rest are sophomores. Nine of them on this roster. of a Shelton team that's going to go to eight and two. Oh, Nate dribbling around out front. Shelton overplaying the basketball all the way out here, 28 feet away. Swing it over to Holcomb. Holcomb bounce pass back out top to Lazo into the hands of Rivas. Gibbon trying to find a way to get his shot away with 30 seconds to go. They'll skip it across the defense here to Lazo on the left wing. Dribbles into the paint, gets tripped up and fouled, and Arlene will go to the line and shoot two with 27 seconds remaining. The foul on Callie Carmen. 27 seconds remaining. And the first free throw on the way. Too strong. New West Postgame show coming up in just a moment. And the second free throw now for Lazo on the way. And it's good. She's in the scorebook with her first point. 51 to 30. Shelton pushes it up the floor. Mesa into the right hand corner. Pull up jumper. Simmons from 10. No good. Ball slapped out. Onate oh, on the slap out is going to grab it. She's got a chance to go coast to coast, and she's fouled. Simmons had good position, and then at the last minute, reached in and slapped her on the arm. So more free throws coming up. Onate, oh, two of three at the line. Gets two more with 15 seconds to go. As always, a big thank you to our many fine sponsors. Always great to get out and see as many schools as we can. First look at Gibbon of the Year. Second look at Shelton. The free throw is good by O'Nate. Second free throw on the way, and it's good. Be interesting when we get to the Twin Valley Conference tournament where Shelton stacks up, boys and girls. Of course, Alma's looked pretty good so far this year. Left wing, Shelton gets a jumper out there by Carmen. It won't go. We're going to get a jump ball. Spot four between Lazo and Shelton. Sidney Keg. Arrow points the way of Gibbon with four seconds to go. See if they get any kind of a shot off here. Throw it into Nunez. Nunez from half court throws it towards the hoop, and it's no good, and that is the end of the basketball game. The Shelton Lady Bulldogs 51, the Gibbon Lady Buffaloes 32. The New West Post Game Show coming up next
7: trusted people who you can call when bad stuff happens. In this moment, get an agent who will protect you in that moment. Barney Insurance, now at the corner of Avenue N and 56th Street in Kearney. Also Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Barneyinsurance.net. In
4: this business, the time that counts is right now. And through it all, Nutrien Ag Solutions delivers agronomic power, local expertise, and access to solutions to help you lead the field. Put time on your side. Find your local crop consultant at NutrienAgSolutions.com.
0: The Cornerstone Bank, with over 35 locations in central Nebraska, proudly supports this broadcast. Helping with your financial future is what we do. Cornerstone Bank can help you with home, personal, and business loans. Good luck, athletes, from Cornerstone Bank. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender.
6: Gibbon Packing, we are small town on a national scale. We're in your backyard, we're your neighbor, and we proudly support the communities in which we operate. Good luck to all area athletes on and off the field. Learn about career opportunities online at AmericanFoodsGroup.com. Comfy Bowl of Gibbon
7: wishes the athletes good luck. Comfy Bowl provides portable toilet rentals, family-owned and operated and serving central Nebraska for over 25 years. Comfy Bowl offers great from construction sites to upscale events. Online, ComfyBowlRentals.com.
1: Time now for the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery Postgame Show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no overall necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Shelton wins it 51 to 32. It was 20 to 13 at halftime, and they just steadily pulled away as Gibbons' offense didn't really get going until later in the fourth quarter. Arlene Lazo, one point, one rebound. Jalissa Gilman, four points, five rebounds. Jahida Castaneda led the way tonight for Gibbon. She had 14 points and seven rebounds. Aliyah Onate, four points, two rebounds. Those were all from the free throw line. Lindsay Wilkins, six points, five rebounds. Desiree Nunez, two rebounds and a block. Alyssa Bailey, two points, four rebounds. And Samantha Walker, one point, five rebounds. 14 rebounds in the first half, 17 in the second half. Free throw shooting, 5 of 9 in the first half, 6 of 10 in the second half. Three-point shooting, 0 of 3 in the first half, 1 of 5 in the second half. Turnovers, 9 in the first half, and 10 in the second half. Gibbon had 32 points, 31 rebounds, 11 out of 19 from the free throw line. 1 of 8 from three-point land, 1 block, 19 turnovers. Gibbon still looking for that first win, 0 and 7, and they will be in action on Friday night at C1 10th ranked Ord and then have their second home game of the year Saturday against Holdridge. We'll look at the final numbers for Shelton right after this.
7: Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season.
1: Back of the new West postgame show. Here's a look at the final numbers we had for Shelton. Eight different players scoring, three in double figures. Addison Burr hit a three-pointer there in the fourth quarter for her only point. She had one rebound. Brianna Simmons, five points and a block shot. Haley Clark, ten points, three rebounds. Meza, Maite Meza hit a three-point bucket for her scoring. She had one rebound and one block. Drew Nembak four points, nine rebounds, and a block. Sydney Gag had a rebound. Vina Garcia hit a couple of free throws and had one rebound. McKenna Willis twelve points, but eleven of those were in the first half. She had eleven of their twenty and only one of their final thirty-one. She had four rebounds. And Emily Berglund also had twelve points and a game-high twelve rebounds, fifteen rebounds in the first half, seventeen in the second half. Free throw shooting: two of five in the first half and five of nine in the second half, three point shooting, two of 14 in the first half, four of 12 in the second half, and turnovers four in each half. Shelton was up 20 to 13 at halftime and put up 31 points in the second half of play, and they finish with 51 points, 32 rebounds, seven of 14 from the free throw line, six of 26 from three point land, three blocks and eight turnovers, and the seventh ranked team in class D1 is now 8-2 and two on the season and uh, back in action for Shelton at Deschler on Friday and then they'll have three straight at home next week. Arcadia Loop City Tuesday, Center Thursday and Ansley Litchfield on Friday. You've been listening to the New West Sports Madness and an orthopedic surgery postgame show. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. We're about 20 minutes away from the boys' tip-off, so we'll be back at 8:15 to give you the starting lineups again ESPN 1460 AM and the new 92.1 FM. The Carney High Boys getting ready to tip it off with North Platte. The Carney High Girls 1 51 to 50. For our producer, engineer Stacy Johns, I'm Doug Duda. Keep it here on Power 99 for more area high school basketball in about 15 minutes.